All right, so good today, show today, huh? Good show today. Yeah, definitely good show today. Uh, today we are having um, Pedro from Good War Games as our guest, and um, we are definitely uh, excited to have our new introduction uh, by a fellow by the name of Ben Sharp. You might know him as Cloud Kicker. Hmm, he's a. I don't know. If clouds could take a, a physical hard. Fun form. fact: Cloud Kicker probably is a reference to Tailspin. Yeah? Yes, a young bear by the name of Kit Cloudkicker, mm. who was my favorite character. If we ever get Ben on, on the podcast, we'll we have him. to ask him. Yep. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Here we go. Yeah, so enjoy it. Here's our new intro. Up with this super chocolate thing. I'm always afraid of those. They're pretty good. Uh, the mud butt. The mud butt. <laughs> what do you want, dog? Ah, uh, eating noises. But yeah, we're here with uh, we're here with Pedro. Hello, Pedro from Good War Games. Pedro, Hello. do a little introduction, please. Tell us about yourself, Pedro. With a donut in your mouth. With a donut in my mouth. Um, I'm Pedro from Good War Games. <laughs> um, and uh, I don't know what to tell you, man. I, I don't know. What, it, what, what does Good War Games do? It makes Good War Games. No, <laughs> uh, no yeah. So uh, Good War Games is a uh, small indie game company here in uh, Miami. Um. We've been making games for a couple of years now. We've made, uh, like, I think three. Working on a fourth right now. Um, nothing big. Uh, just guys that came together with no experience in making games. And um, and we're kind of making it happen. So, yeah. That, that's what we do. Now, like, what all of a sudden made you decide that, you know, hey, let's let, let me get a group of guys together and make video games? Um, well, I graduated college, um, or university, and I decided that I did not like what I did, or that I was unhappy with what I was doing, so I decided to call my friends up and be like, hey, I want to make this video game, which at the time, we had no idea what, how to do anything mm-hmm. at all, right? So mm-hmm. we started from, like, zero or negative experience, um, and uh, th- that's what, you know, that's what propelled me forward. I graduated from uh, electrical engineering, and then I was like, man... That your engineering sucks. <laughs> so then I just, yeah. So th- there, that's that. Okay. Mm, okay. All right. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Um, I still cry about it sometimes. I mean, we all do. <laughs> Life is full of bad choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but mm-hmm. uh, beer is not one of them. Like, no. <laughs> beer is always a great choice. <laughs> Unless if you drink clear beer. Milk is a bad choice. Milk is- but we're making, we're drinking like milky beers. That's not milky. No, whatever, dude. There's no lactobacillus in this. Doesn't don't even matter. Yeah, don't as long matter. as we don't drink like Ooh. lagers, we're good. That's a kick, though. Well, I, I love mean, lagers. There, there does exist good lagers compared to like mass-produced lagers. Yeah, um, I haven't found any. Please show me the way. There's some um, lagers. You gotta go, man. Uh, Cigar City makes one called Hotter Than Hellas, which mm. universally is like that's what I bring to like parties and stuff where people don't drink beer i bring that and they're like wow this is great and then they never buy it again they're like this beer's awesome i'm gonna forget about it completely because that's kind of i guess the idea of that is that 
maybe the difference between beer people and not beer people is that not beer people don't pay so much attention to right. what they're drinking. I only became a beer person in the past like couple years. But like, if in you fact, s- when I started working, <laughs> that, like, that tends to happen. Right, like there is when I started to really pay attention to beers. Uh, but like, I mean, if you just see something that you try that's good, do you kind of remember what it is and try to get it later? Yes. Because I feel like a lot of people don't. Yes. A lot I of don't just go buy beer easy. often, but I do go out to drink beer and I always look for the specific beers that I've liked previously. Mm-hmm. I don't drink a lot of beer. I don't drink a lot at home as it is. But if I do, I, I generally go and like buy like a, like a, yeah, like you have a, a specific selection right. that I want to drink for that. Yeah, time, so so. I, I guess that's kind of like the difference. Yeah. Um, Cause I mean, I know everybody at this table is a very particular about stuff like that compared yeah. to just an average person off the street. Yeah, totally. I'm special. Mom said so. Plain Joe. <laughs> don't don't you dare <laughs> um but yeah i mean i want to say like cigar city does make some great beers though yeah they do like they definitely do damn those beers are have you yeah i've tried a okay couple. i want to get the, the, the guy m- from cigar cities onto this or if we can go up there and talk to him that'd be great i mean yeah we could try but that's like the the hot girl at school <laughs> I think I have a better shot now than I did in high school. I mean, you're right. I like that confidence. I, I like the boost. Thank you. I like the boost to get through. I'm using it to get through. Yeah. Yeah. Get right through. And we're going to stop there. <laughs> <laughs> so what, kinda, what, what game is Good War Games focusing on uh, right now? You don't have to tell us like the huge details. Just like give, give us a summary. Oh, man. Uh, the game that we're kind of making right now, uh, it's called Wasabi Horizon. Um, and it's about a little samurai octopus trying to save her island home from some invading forces. Now and you it, said her, is yes, correct. Yes. Now, what made you choose a um, female protagonist? Well, uh, funny enough, I think um, our games so far have had a uh, our other like bigger title, and I say bigger, which is like compared to everything that we've made. All mm-hmm. of our games have been pretty small, but our other one has been female protagonist as well. Um, mm-hmm. in Hyper Bay. Funny, right? Uh, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, he liked it. Uh, it's very difficult. People rage. But anyway, um, so I don't know, man. Like, uh, we made a like, little octopus looking thing. And um, we always said he he. But I was like, oh, I mean, it, it could swing both ways. Yeah, like, how do you tell the sex of an octopus? Really? Right. Uh, you know, I don't know. So we just kind of decided to go with her, man. Um, honestly, the story can uh, work with either or. Mm-hmm. But um, just defaulted to her. Okay. Because um, our other game, Meet, is uh, you play like this thing so it's not really like a him or her is that meatus like, like knowledge uh or cleverness meatus like death i think is what it's called meatus yeah it's like a latin for for uh, i don't even remember this was global game jam two years ago so yeah first of meatus is well there's meatus is a fungus and then the deity of roman mythology a lot of different things okay cool yeah but yeah meatus uh, the game was originally going to be called Meatus Blooming. Damn, you took the donut I wanted. Whatever. Gotta go fast. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so no, and, and for like the whole female thing. Um, no, but seriously, there's another box. Yeah, no, I know. Um, yeah, we just kind of decided on that. Um, and it's like a little top-down uh, action-adventure game. Uh, we make all our games in Unreal Engine 4. So mm. Oof, savage. To them. It's actually really difficult to make uh, 2D games, especially a 2D top-down game. In Unreal Engine 4, we might be the first one that's been trying it so far. Hmm. But the past year. Now, so. I personally didn't try it yet, but I did see it at the last convention 
that you went to. That you should have tried it. You messed up. No, I saw the gameplay. It's, it's very uh, reminiscent of uh, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually one of our main inspirations. Um, But we wanted to step away from the... um from the puzzle element and focus more on the action so mm-hmm. it's very combat heavy um is what we're trying to go for right i mean now. to be fair those puzzles are fucking bullshit <laughs> i mean if you go the original ones are not like you know like crazy difficult like i mean but when you step into like ocarina of time or like any of the ones after i like, felt like those, the 3d ones were easier than the 2d ones no way dude no way i had a hard time with those 3d ones like at times so i'm just gonna say i have i've had the most experience with Link's awakening and i fucking hate that game Really? The puzzles are idiotic. The it's one like, with, with the with the bird egg thing. Yeah, the, the one the that he wakes up on the beach. Windfish, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The battle of the windfish. Yeah. Right? The game is awesome. That game sucks. The but puzzles so, are idiotic. <laughs> it, but, and it's and it's and it's so weird because like in that game, it's like, oh, there's your sword. Oh, how do you know? It has your name on it. Yeah. Oh, there's your shield. Or no, it's it's your shield. He goes to the sword when you find it in the beach. And I was like, this is hilarious. Like this game is has the weirdest things uh in it but but it's such a great it's another rated game whatever i'm currently playing it right now really yeah yeah Amazing. fuck that game <laughs> i love it. are you playing it like on original hardware or dude no i'm playing it on the, the o- on the 3ds oh, oh okay. well, that, that's not bad but that was the og man like how do i want like the game boy i've actually played it the most on my sp sps will play original game boy games I, they do and yeah. it's great it the SP is. is actually one of the best pieces of soft like hardware tech, yeah. you know, hardware yeah. than nintendo SP is made. fucking fantastic i kind of want to want to go back to the hardware but the issue the thing is for me um i'm running out of space uh, yeah so. no I'm, I'm with you on that yeah i'm i'm at like the, the cap i'm at the space cap yeah. in my house I, yeah. I i do want to add though like that from i had the game boy advance I was an early adopter of the of the Game Boy Advance. Like I got it like, you know, day one. And then when the SP and I was always had the little worm light or whatever. And then the SP came out with the backlight yep. and it blew my mind. Yep. And I was like, this is incredible. Why? I mean, I had had a Game Gear and aside from the 15 minute battery life, you know, <laughs> it's like, pretty great. It was it was amazing. Right. But, you know, so the SP came out and it's like, you can have this much battery life and it has a light. I was just blown away. Just done. You know, Nintendo did it first where they removed the headphone port. Ooh, savage! And then they never got hate. They never got hate. What are you talking about? I can't plug headphones into that fucking thing, and I'm really mad about it. You didn't matter to me. Oh, oh my, my god. god! Please, was not expecting that on my computer. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm not signed into my account, so. <sighs> yep, for reasons oh, unknown. Yeah, for for what? Spotify? No, for, no, for uh, iMessage. Oh, for iMessage. Okay. Because it rings like your phone calls on yeah. your computer. Yeah. Yeah. You should know this, Lewis. Yeah, I know. I completely forgot. I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. Okay. I think Pedro is not allowed on his MacBook for the rest of the No, 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 no. It's fine. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's, you're, you're, it's on mute now. Yeah, yeah no. We we're can, all right. We can cut that out anyway. No, no, no. Yeah. That'll be like one of those sick transitions, right? Sick. <laughs> sick transition. Like bro. Skate 2, bro. Like sick transition, hip to hip. Don't, don't Oof, you dare. Pump it. Yeah, man. Yeah, the lady's coming home. Whatever. So how far how far is uh your game? Dude, um this game has been uh uh what you say like a a struggle to really get really far in it. Um it's still really in the early stages. We're still in like um man, like prototype into pre alpha, I guess. Um between like school, uh like some of our guys go to school and then we all work full time. Uh we can only dedicate so much time to it. Um 
and we usually just uh really produce in spurts right like during summer we made like a lot of progress we made like a whole boss we redid mechanics we added like a new weapon um but then now it's like slowed down a lot and i feel like during the winter time it's gonna speed up again to something um our programmer alex is refactoring the way that attacking works so we can have our combos in and we can start adding the other two weapons that we have left to add mm. and then like their function um but we're still like we haven't made any real levels we have like a, an outline of the story um we have um a couple mock layouts that i built um for level which i have to redo because i hate them um <laughs> and i want to go like in a completely different direction but it's cool because it's still early on mm. okay. um art is still super rough we only have like the f- only full animation that we have so far is like wasabi running in like all eight directions damn son yeah, like that's full animation. Um, we have like a lot of roughs for like the the whole like uh, swing combo in one direction. Brian's been working on the uh, the rest of them. We worked on um a bunch of concept art for like different characters and different weapons that he's gonna use. Uh, she's gonna use like a sh- a chakram or like an umbrella for like dashing and like a hammer. So we're still working on that. So yeah, it's still really early on. Um, but we haven't been able to get like a footing to have like a good schedule. Uh, for this particular game, this game is also taken a while because we've gone a lot of back and forth ever since we came up with the idea for this game. Um, this particular iteration of it has been about like a year in the making. Um, but before that, man, it was like another year of like, we tried to do like a thing for the mobile where it was like, it seemed like mini game based. Like, you, oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like different type of like games. And it was like a slashing, like endless runner one and like a different one, like a puzzle type thing. We were working with that for like a while. And we had like a prototype of like, I want to say three fourths of the type of gameplay that we wanted. And then we scrapped it completely. And that took a while um we scrapped it when our, our second programmer like like bounced um so yeah it's been uh it's been a process and then well at the same time like learning the engine brian didn't know how to animate like at all you know so Whoa. nobody knew how to do anything like uh, when i tell you that we started from nothing it's like literally nobody knew how to animate or use the engine mm-hmm. or how to do anything or you know think about balance think about gameplay you don't know like you think you know and then you try to do it and you're like, I don't know. And then you work up from there. It's yeah. like once you once you realize that you don't know, like now you can start moving up. Like <laughs> it's tough. So that was interesting. It's a good time. So uh we spoke about it previously. You said that you've um that you've scrapped the games a couple of times. Um up to this date, how many times have you scrapped it? Uh wasabi? Yeah. We've changed it one, two. We changed it two or three times um, until we got to this iteration. Yeah, uh, the, the original uh, was a month-long game jam, like game contest. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time we actually ever put something together and kind of like shipped it. And it was like for the PC and it's like this thing where uh, Wasabi's on one end and there's enemies on the screen. And then there's like a gate on like somewhere on the screen. There's the dog. And you have to draw a line through all the enemies and like she'll start flying to the enemies. And like there'll, there'll be like a quick time event where you have to press and it'll slash the enemies. Um, that was the first one, and then we tried to continue that uh, after the contest was over. That didn't work out, so then we went to like mobile, um, and we tried to to kind of fix it up on mobile. That didn't work, so we switched up completely the way that it worked on the mobile, like a hundred percent. And then we stepped away from the mobile and into this one. So like three times, it's changed like three times. It's gone through like three different iterations before this one. What platform are you focusing on right now? PC, just PC. Yeah, just PC right now. Masteries. Um, yeah, and that, well, the, that's because uh. You know, it's the easiest one to kind of, like, produce for. Worldstar. Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh... Cause I mean, after everyone you, has a computer. 
Right, but it's not just that. Like, um, if you want to produce for like a console, for example, right, you need like a test kit, like a dev kit for the console, and right. that costs money. Or unless like unless that company sponsors yeah. you, you know, or something, then that's you know. So it's fine for PC. Show it off. Do whatever. You can sell it on Steam real easy, um, or just anywhere in you know online. Yeah, there's uh, Steam, Desura, um, yeah, just HIO, bunch a of million stuff. things. You could yeah. probably just show up the humble bundle and be like, "Hey, sell my game." Right. Yeah. Exactly. So that's you know that that's. That's that. And then yeah. if you want to do it on a console, we can, um, you know, we, we either reach out to like Sony or Microsoft or whoever, or like uh, Nintendo, we'll, you know, work out a deal. They might give us a dev kit. Like Nintendo, I know, does. Sometimes like Sony and Microsoft don't. Yeah. So it, it's all the interest, right? If you develop enough interest and people want you, they'll, you know, they'll go after you. I like, mean, sometimes Sony gives you things and then takes them away. Right. Right. And then also those dev kits you're responsible for and they're like thousands of dollars. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's pretty rough. Yeah, it's scary. It's a scary time. But yeah. So so far for now, it's it's PC. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. PC master race. I mean, you say that. I own all three. I don't, except for like the Wii. I don't have a Wii. Hashtag PC master race. I mean, I'm definitely PCMR, but I have eleven consoles. There you go. I mean, I mean, I don't count the old ones. And the most recent generation, I only have three out of the four. Oh, and the most recent generation, I have none. I don't have Wii U. I don't have a. Well, I count PC. That's okay. well, modern. It's yeah. always it's always at that console. It's always at that level of modern. Yeah. So. But I don't have a, a Microsoft, Sony, or Nintendo latest gen. Uncharted, bro. I'm not gonna give Satan money for Uncharted. <laughs> They're dead to me. But Naughty Dog. Mm, Naughty Dog needs to make a PC port. <laughs> I mean, they did it for Assassin's Creed. That that's not Naughty Dog. I know. That's Ubisoft. Same game. <laughs> Savage. <laughs> Jesus. All right. All right. No, I love Uncharted. Uh, yeah, but no, I'm Uncharted's not good. giving Sony any more money. I mean, that's basically what it boils down to. That's definitely a choice. Yeah, it is. I it is. Take them all. Take all my money. Mm. So, uh, you brought us an album. I brought you a album. Tell us about this album. This album is uh, the most current album for Circus Survive. Um, it was released about like a couple of years ago already. That's God, time flies. By the way, this is uh, the album that we have here currently. The vinyl is not Pedro's, this is mine. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, it came out 2014, I believe. Yeah, yeah, 2014. Uh, right. I can, I can double check that. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, this is a nice gatefold. Yeah, 2014. Also. Is uh, oh nice with lyrics. Yeah, that's I, awesome. The one I got was a 180G variant. Mm. Yeah, it was um produced by Will Yip, and uh, it was released on the label for Sumerian Records. So um, their first effort with Sumerian, right? Uh, I think so. Sumerian's yeah. uh, claim to fame was probably launching Animals as Leaders, which is another great, great band. Yeah, but like. Uh, Cool, cool things. Yep. Actually, no. Wait, their their first effort with uh, Sumerian was uh, their re-release with Violent Waves. Oh, the re-release. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I actually got their the one that they sold on their own. Like it was self-released. Chitrana. No, 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 no. Violent Waves. Violent Waves was self-released. Yeah, originally no it was uh, self-released, and then they did a re-release when they got signed to Samarian. Oh, okay, man. Funny enough, Violent Waves, um, 
just before we get onto the sentence, but anyways, people didn't like it. Um, I think people, it was not, it felt like it wasn't like their strongest album, and it was, I tend to disagree. I actually really liked that album a lot. I liked it. I liked it a lot, a lot, a lot. I've heard that it was just making an album to make an album. Um, I mean, you can, maybe, but I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, like, but coming from Blue Sky Noise, I think it was kind of difficult for people to grasp onto Violent Waves. Yeah. Because Blue Sky Noise was definitely like a big change from On Letting Go. Um, and it was just like a, a, like a mature, a more mature album than, than On Letting Go. Violent Waves to me was pretty great though. I, I definitely enjoyed it. So, but I mean, the reason I brought up the census this time, um, it was the first album where, uh, the, the lead singer, Anthony Green was, um, was clean. Like he was sober. Uh, it was the first album that he wrote while sober. Um, he's had like a, like a problem with like a drug abuse, uh, for a long time. Um, and then this album really is the, his first thing. He was kind of scared that, uh, he wouldn't be able to produce, you know, uh, while being sober. And a lot of the lyrics in it also talk about like, his probably like a lot of the songs actually mm-hmm. talk about like his personal life and. The life of him, like the bandmates, and like what he's been going through and stuff. So, right, yeah, it's a, I think there's a really great album. Um, I think Descent is probably their best album to me, uh, so far. Yeah, there's a workaholic too, man. The guy, like, right after he did this, he went with Salesin. Uh, he rejoined Salesin. Yeah, or re- I don't know if I want to say rejoin per Rekindled? se. He just, he just kind of like, hey, I want to do something, let's do it. But it's, then he he did his all also like a solo album, and then he's doing like something else with other people and he's just kind of like all over the place right now right like he's trying to get things done and i'm like wow that's really great so yeah this sense is cool okay so i mean tell us about it i'm gonna switch start, us over to yeah, b just, channel let's start breaking down the songs oh i mean you want to start from the beginning oh. here or you want to yeah uh it's playing that's hold on we, a second we do it oh for sure this shit is loud homie <laughs> let me um I just like to say here that the vinyl thing, I can't hear myself anymore. I know that you can't hear yourself. That's what I told you. But I mean, <laughs> we're just going to have to deal with it if we want to hear the song. Well, yeah. But last time it worked fine. No, you were using your headphones, which are open or semi-closed. So you would hear me just fine. Yeah. No, but I was able to hear the actual like conversation. That's in your head. So come on, man, walk us through it. Yeah, I mean, well, this first song is called Schema. Um, and I think the song, funny enough, is like the hardest uh, or like the heaviest song on the album. It's definitely my favorite on the album. It, yeah? I mean, yeah. This has a really cool video, too, if you haven't seen it. Uh, is it's, this the Baby Fighter? Yeah. No, the, I hate it. I hate <laughs> the it. The Baby Fighter. I hate it. I mean, <laughs> I think it's pretty great, man. Um, but it's definitely the heaviest song on the album. And um, it, man, what can I say? Like, it takes you, at least to me, like through a bunch of emotions. Uh, this song, it, it starts off um, already like at the high peak in the, um, or like the, like the chorus. Like, that's how like the song opens up. Um, I guess what, um, and then it kind of, you know, slows down and it, it kind of goes through him, I guess, being trapped in like, like a place and he's like trying to break out. You know what I mean? Like imagine, and like I said, like a lot of, like a lot of these uh, lyrics I feel to me, speak about like his his transition from like you know out of drugs and into something and just oh for sure the baby fighter is a big uh <laughs> like symbol for addiction like he, he no or he literally addition, gets addition his like ass him. kicked yeah, right and then like the old man kind of be like there you know you know yeah like i i definitely see that that symbolism like they went ham on the music video like if you're not understanding this you will know I need um, to see that music video i haven't seen you it. haven't seen this oh it's fucking oh, weird man you're so weird you're missing out it's great. 
It's great. Well, it's like, weird. Just to give you the gist of it, right? He he's like in a ring. Uh-huh. Like we're like he's like in a, a box. Ring? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. In a boxing ring. And, and it's, it's kind of filmed like Raging Bull, like almost black and white. Yeah, and but it's like a it's like a dude, but with like a baby mask. And like he's kind of like going at him and he's kind of like you know, and like, he's enormous. He's he's getting beat. And then after a point in the song, like at the high point of the song, he like comes back and he starts beating him up. And it's like a bird on like the stand. And then it's like an old man that's like his coach, like his mm-hmm. trainer. But uh, so he's beating like the baby's beating him up, then he comes back and he starts beating the baby. And the baby turns like crying baby mask. And then he starts beating the hell out of him, man. And it's like, and it's <laughs> you can take it as you want. No, like, it's, it's pretty abstract. Like, it's definitely addiction. This sounds but like it, a bad, it's definitely addiction. It sounds like a bad re- uh, re-release of uh, Punch Out. Oof, savage. <laughs> yeah, but no, it, it's definitely it can definitely be seen as like an addiction thing where it's like you're trying to fight it and like it's beating you up all the time and then you try to come back and then it it comes back real angry, you know. Um, so I, I feel like that's how the song opens up and that's how it, uh, you know, like um, I guess what it wants to tell you and like kind of like where he is. I feel this whole album, like I said, is it's kind of like a, a journey, right? There's one of the songs that we're gonna get into a little bit later. It's like about um, well, like his bandmates and like how, how he was like reacting with them, and like like they don't they didn't know who he was anymore, kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. they're about to break up and stuff, and then yeah, 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 like they they were just like, yo, man, like you you're you're lost. Wow, kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's pretty intense. Anything uh, lyrically that jumps out at you or um, in this song, I mean, <sighs> Jesus, I. I don't know, man. Like, this song is just so heavy, just in general to me. Like, um, lyrically, um, like, uh, there's a part of these, like, pull out your teeth until there's nothing left. And then uh, immediately I feel the relief of dragging this vessel around. It's just like, like, the pain is good, I guess, in a way. Like, sure. until you don't feel anything, right? Like, you kind of get numbed out. And then you're kind of just, like, dragging through life in a way. You know, it's very surreal for everything. So, it's, there's a lot. I shit like I don't even know. Cool. Where Let's I would go start. to uh, Child of the Dessert. I wish Child, my dad was Child a cheesecake. Of, you, you, you're killing me. Child of the Desert. You are killing me. Child of the Desert. You killed me. So this song is uh, definitely more more Yes. Yeah. Yes, it yeah. is. Yes, it is. <laughs> Is this the one that at the end is like, oh, by the way, here's oh, Marvel's up. Yeah, yeah, this is definitely it. Um, it's cool about the song. Um, not so much lyrically, I guess. Like, uh, the song has like, in the, it's, I think it's played in threes. Um, and it's a kind of slower paced song. And then uh, towards the end of the song, it just completely changes the style, right? Like, there's a very like slow, um, kind of melodic song. And then at the end, it transforms into like this really hardcore, like screaming, blasting beats. But I mean, like, do you see that? A thread of psychedelic in their music um man in this one i don't want to say so much psychedelic as it is more like just experimental i think there's like a difference there's like a like mars volta is definitely super psychedelic uh it's not as psychedelic as mars volta yeah singer survivor does have that that vibe that they're kind of psychedelic it does yeah, they they're more experimental yeah i definitely agree that they're, they're more, more like rock based uh than like how right i i do find that they always have like heavy influences of like Pink Floyd, like I wouldn't say they're like neo Pink Floyd, but you know I they're think not. they they have like a good good amount of like influence from Pink Floyd. Well, I definitely don't see it, but I mean not in the earlier songs. But Mark also hates Pink not, Floyd. Like, not, no, like, I love Pink Floyd. I don't know, man. That's the difference. I <laughs> love Pink Floyd. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, um, I don't believe you. Um. If you want to move it to the end, so I'm gonna skip through this a little bit to see. 
There we go. Yeah, here it is. This is Volta, one million Mars percent. Volta section. Mars yeah. Volta, yes. A, a Mars Volta. Which is great, man. I, you don't expect this at the end of the song, and then it goes into it, and you're like, oh, well, well, this is... Well, I mean, I love Mars Volta, so... This is cool. I like, I like early Mars Volta. Earlier is definitely better. I like early Mars Earlier Volta. Earlier is 100% better. You're right. <laughs> yeah. You're I, right. I, like, I definitely like early Mars Volta a lot. Uh, later Mars Volta is... It got too weird for me. There's a point where music just gets too weird for me, and I can't follow well. I think that's my fault, though, not on the artist. I don't, I don't know that it got weirder. I just think it got less I mean, musical. I mean, th- there are some songs I like, right? Uh, but, like, for the majority, like, it wasn't like early Mars Volta where I'm like, I love, like, all this. And then later it's like, I like some of this. So it's different. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so. Okay, so this you is know, definitely okay, the Mars Volta section. This, uh, yeah. Towards the end of the song. For sure. Um, always be in. Yeah, this is a this is definitely a, I think the song is a little more like traditional circa. Like right, there's like a like they're basically like middle of the album like this is just a song. Yeah. Um it um, sounds like a Paramore song. Huh? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Don't ruin it nah. for me. No, that's what it sounds like. Don't ruin it for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a story for another. It sounds like a Paramore song. That's another story for another session. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, what, did you, weird. like, I don't know, tweet at them and get weird? Like, no, no, no. Was it a drunk tweet? No, just, like, I, mean, I, I I would understand if it was. No, I, didn't, I never tweeted at them. The only, the only band I really tweet at is, is Thrice. Of yeah, course, but, I mean, like, you literally stalked them. No. Across the state. I, I wouldn't call it stalking. I mean, you, you bought tickets, so they knew you were going to be there, and they didn't restrain <laughs> they you. They didn't know I was going to be there. Well, they, they they, knew, you bought tickets. They knew people were going to be there. Yeah. Are you jumping people now? No. She's scaring me. What are you doing? Was that thunder? I think that was thunder. Eye of Thundara. Give me sight beyond sight. <laughs> Love that show, by the way, if you haven't watched the new anime. Or no, I haven't. The new Ur, it was like it was only like a ten episode thing on Cartoon Network. They tried to like reboot it, and then it didn't do so well. For what? For Thundercats, Thundercats. homie. Yeah. That thing is incredible. I loved every episode. I started of- watching New Voltron. It was pretty funny, but I mean, I heard it was good. It's not bad. It's just it's funny. So not old Voltron. Old Voltron was really dry, but everything was dry right. back then. Right. So so it's yeah. not old Voltron. I mean, I think that's a good thing because Voltron. It wasn't for everybody. Yeah, but um, I think it's the Australian dude from Yes Man that does the voice of one of the guys, and he's hilarious. Oh man, the guy that I missed, the Ka. Yeah, Ka. Ka. I, I mean, Carl's pretty short already, but uh, <laughs> that guy, that guy's great. <laughs> that guy is so good, man. That guy's awesome. What am I looking at here, bro? So what are you? So basically, about? nobody likes this song. Well, yeah. I mean, no, this song is great. I mean, the message is always good, right? Like it's then the message is kind of just saying um in the song to like do things before you think you're ready. Like don't wait to be ready to do something. Before you go for it, because the truth is that you're never ready until you, you take the step. Okay. The message is good, but it's just like, a, it's a solid song, but not, at least for me, like not a, one of the standout songs for me, right? Weigh in on this, Lewis. Yeah. Huh? Weigh in on this. Because, um, I mean, it's a Paramore song for me. It's not a Paramore song. But uh, Anthony's not as cute as Haley, so. I mean, you say that, but. Uh, yo, but Anthony's <sighs> eyes, yo. That neck. Yo. Veins popping. Um, yeah, uh, I think yeah, definitely you could see the the talk about uh about drugs here in in this song. Um, 
like he's he's in that process of of re- of letting go and um he like he didn't i, th- I think maybe like i don't know the, the process of a person that started using drugs or anything like that but <clears throat> like people like i guess he didn't want to get addicted to it or anything that's that's how i'm seeing it but um he's like accepting what like what happened but he doesn't want to like have to deal with it like he he wants to like change that like he he acknowledges that he made like it says in the lyrics he he made his bed but he doesn't want to like lie in it he's he accepted it but he's making that change so i think it's a powerful message um well i mean i definitely see the the addiction thing right because you're never really ready to quit mm-hmm. or anything like that like you just you have to just do it yeah okay so okay so i'm not very fond of of instrumental tracks like when it's included in yeah but that's because you're whack when it's included in a band that you know they they sing most of their compositions i it kind of feels weird so you don't like thrice's instrumental oh no that night diving no, that's fine. Night diving oh, oh, is fine. Why is that fine? But this one isn't. Night diving was an actual track, and not only that, uh, it's an instrumental. Like, even Seneca was a good one because, like, it had, it had elements of like post rock, and it it was this, this would also have good. elements of post rock. I hope one could argue. I hope the thunder does not overtake us. No, we're fine. Okay. If anything, it just sounds more metal that way. Cause yeah, because the shadow overtakes us. Fucking uh, Children of Odin and shit. Thor fucking rides down and we go on an adventure with double bass. Well, the cool thing is that this instrumental track was very short. So Yeah. Yeah, that was actually doesn't nice. doesn't have to dwell on it. So Only the sun? <laughs> only yeah, the only sun. the sun. Walk us through the sun. All right, so like this song is, I think, is more... um. Now it's we're moving into like his doubt that he can make art anymore, like he can like write music anymore. Um, given that he's like you know trying to get clean and stuff like that. Um, I mean, all the songs that he's written is like Violent Waves, Blue Sky. I think even on Letting Go, like he's um, you know, he's been going through that that addiction uh phase, and he he thought like the only way that he can write songs and stuff was you know like on drugs or whatever. Um, and I think. This song kind of speaks about it and like how like he's looking for like opinions because he's not sure of himself right and he's kind of like this is kind of trash to me in a way um so yeah that, that's kind of where um and then i guess it's kind of also talking about like the struggle of like he thinks it's not good or whatever and then it's like kind of taking him different directions and uh like his band mates and stuff too like they're, they're not sure but doesn't mean like uh addiction's out of a thing right and there's always like that doubt and someone that uh they can't perform after using like you know certain things or being under certain kind of influence. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's kind of what I think feel like what this song is about. Um, and it's like again, it's another solid song. It's a little more trippy. Uh, than a couple of the other ones. Like if you listen to it, it's like Kmart Mars Volta. It's a little bit, a little <laughs> bit. But it's, it's it's still not super out there. Like it has like a medley that you can follow. It's like Kmart. It's like that GoBot. The GoBot version of Mars Volta. Yeah. Yeah, Anthony like, Green, if you're listening to this, I mean, I hope you're a good sport. Yeah, he's gonna kind of have to be. <laughs> but yeah, I'm super not thrilled by this. 
mm. by this song? Yeah, not at all. It's not my favorite track of of the album, um, aside from the instrumental track. Um, but yeah, it, I get the message that he wants like some, some, not authentication, but someone to like to validation. Yeah, validation. validation. There you go. Some validation from people to say, yeah, you know, you, sh- you could still do good stuff while without being on substance i mean that's really important um because depression is a big part of addiction Mm -hmm. right and and you end up getting into that pattern of thinking where you think i can't do this and i can't be useful and i can't be good anymore Mm. so i might as well just stay the same way so you know that's definitely a big part of it like in the sense of like you like they can't function anymore without being depressed no like or being like, like an addiction. So it's just like a thought pattern, right? Where mm. like no matter what happens, you're like, oh, I can't do that. Mm. Or, oh, I'm not good enough. Or I don't deserve this. I don't deserve to be happy. Or I don't, you know, I can't be a good person anymore. Right. Right. So getting that validation of yes, you can is, is probably really important. Yeah. And well, I think it's important for like any artist, regardless of the situation that they're in. Because but I mean, yeah, but. Artists are all fucked up. <laughs> like, realistically, everybody needs a little bit of validation, but maybe them more so than others. Mm. Everybody needs validation, man. Nobody... I mean, look, look at social media. Everyone's, cr- like, climbing up for, like, likes and stuff. Oh, for sure. Everybody likes validation because everybody would like to right feel liked, right, or, or, like, important in some way, man. Um, And especially for an artist. Artists... A lot of artists actually uh, deal with, like, crippling self-doubt, right? Yeah, and, and depression and things like that. Yeah, and even when, like... you. Th- even when you think that your stuff is good, like trying to tell other people tell you that it's good or not, it'll make you feel okay. And, and even then, it doesn't matter. Yeah, right. Even then, it doesn't matter. You still think it's garbage, regardless, right? So it's it's a it's a tough time. Um, what can you do, right? It's just it's, that's the life. Well, what we're gonna do is uh, drink this imperial stout with strong, unfinished grain taste that everybody likes but me, and jump into nesting dolls. That's actually one of my favorite songs in the album. I actually um, like this song. This song, this song is, is seven minutes long, by the way. This is by far the longest song. It's also an amazing song. Oh, no, song. I'm sorry. Descensus is the longest yeah, song. Yeah, which is another minutes. really great song. Yeah, we'll get to Descensus uh, in due time. Descensus yeah. in due time. Um, Nesting Dolls is, is a beautiful song. It's very... It has, like, that taste of, like, post-rock in it. And I like how the construction of the vocals are like they goes through in it because he says some lines and then he repeats it over again. It's like a self echo kind of deal. Um, and then that pattern kind of like evolves. Like sometimes he'll say a certain line and then like the, the long distant vocal track of him says it. But the one that's closer to you won't say it. So it's kind of like a, like I think he crafted it that way, and I think it's a nice, a nice, um, uh, like I guess structure of of how he did the song. I don't want to say interpretation because it's it's his own thing. So no, I mean I, I think in, in in manifestation might be the word for it, right? Because he has whatever ideas, right. or they have whatever ideas they have. And then they, they manifest them in the song. Right, right? yeah. Yeah, probably a good well, word. This song is, I think, is actually really personal um, to Anthony and just the band in particular, right? Because a lot of this this song um, is made in such a way of, like, um, 
you know, he's realizing of his addiction or whatever, but then he, he kind of harkens back to, um, like, things that his band members told him. It's like, I, don't, I can't recognize you at all. You know, like, and thinking that things will never change or, like, that, uh, when, like, it even says, like, when we were young, everything's magical, and then it all disappears, and I wasn't sure, uh, but you were persistent and also drawn to it, right? So he's talking about, like, his addiction, like, the personal, like, connection they had with it, and then, like, his bandmates kind of like, yo, like, we don't know who you are anymore, man. Like, you're kind of out there, you know, you've changed, we don't know what's going on with you. And he kind of realizes that he doesn't want to be that person anymore, right? And the thing about this song, it's it's a very soft song, um, but at the end it stops. Like this, the song ends like on something that you never thought it ends. It ends like halfway through a verse, right? And it's it that, and that was the whole point. Like they did that on purpose. It ends in an awkward position, um, to give you like that almost like that cold turkey cut. Like this has to stop like right here, mm-hmm. and then it stops right. So it's almost like Anthony's uh. Like wake up protagonist in a Greek tragedy, and the band is like the the chorus. Could be, yeah. Kind of echoing like the feelings of the right. general scene and stuff right, like that. Right, right, right. Yeah, Interesting. Exactly. So this is a this is actually one of the more personal songs that um for sure that like they they wrote that they have. Yeah, it's actually one of my favorites too. It's a really great song. Like I'm telling you, like like yeah, like the lyrics end in like halfway through a verse. Like the the it ends on the first two lines of the song. Like, yeah, you know? yeah, it's even written here. What are those first two lines? Um, uh, you, uh, you shouldn't stay. Will never change, and I can't recognize you at all. And then, like those two lines, and then that's how the song starts. And then, like those two, and the, but they, that verse keeps going. But then in, this is how it, this, that's where it ends. But like, why do you think it ends there? To give you that abrupt. Yeah, like, but, but why those lines? I don't know, man. Um, that's hard to say. Why those lines? They wanted to kind of give you that, uh, I guess they kind of want to go like, you know, how songs have like the moments, right? Like songs go through like emotion and they go through, um, they kind of repeat themselves. And after a point, like you think, oh, it's good. Just going back into this and it just stops. It cuts you abruptly. That was the whole point of the song is that it, it cuts abruptly from that. And that's how it ends. But you shouldn't say we'll never change. Yeah. Is that. I wish I could tell you, I don't want to. Him talking to himself. Uh, I don't know, man. I think a lot of these things were things that man members told him. I know, but like, will never change. Like, what, like what? As, as a group. That's, I mean, it's, but it's patently false. No, I'm, I think it's more like will never change in terms of like a like relation between them. Okay. Instead of like band wise, right. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, like those are things that I think like the members told him like throughout like the, the struggle. Hmm. Yeah. Struggle's real. It's a crazy song. It's, a, it's, it's definitely... Different yeah, it time. definitely gets there. Yeah. I mean, Musically, it's definitely a beautiful song. Yeah. And and the lyrics, they... It's pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah. To it, be it fair, it's, it's pretty simple, but that's better, maybe. Right? Yeah. Because you're, th- you're not needing think, the music to take center stage. I think uh, definitely the song could be used for anybody that are, are going through anything, anything addictive that's in a negative way. It can definitely be kind of like you know, a hymn to the, to the people and they could, you know, constantly repeat it to themselves as a way, as like a reminder or, you know, if people like tattoos or whatnot, you know, they can, you know, just put it on themselves and just remember. I think something to note about just music in general, right, is that like whenever the writer, right, or like the one that writes all the lyrics and the people that write all the bands, like all these things have like uh, pertain a lot to what, whatever the band is going through at the time, right, or the person going through at the time. So I think that's something I really like about music, or at least good music. I feel like, but it's, it's not always like that for for everybody. 
Yeah. Like, um, yeah, like, I think, um, just, uh, yeah, like, for, when you, when you, when you know that something's, like, a good album, right, like, a good music, like, it's usually the, the artist or the band, like, pulls influences from their life and what's happening, right, right. with them at the time, so, and you can really tell, like, in this album a lot, um, about it, like, mm-hmm. where their position is, like, what he's doing, and if you follow him, like, you know, like, online or, like, the band and stuff, and you really... You know, you you can really tell that he's definitely trying to like push through like a lot of things, and he's just kind of keeping himself busy with a lot, right? Which I think is cool because I love the guy; it's great. But some would say that uh, the remedy for addiction is just different addiction. Yeah, and I mean, for a lot of people, that's can, working out. Yeah, or working, yeah, or definitely. both, or everything. If you look I mean, at you can definitely Trent Reznor's like, a Anthony's addicted prime to prime like, example work right now. Yeah, but Trent Reznor was like a hundred pounds and just on heroin all the time. And then when he got clean, he just became like the swollest dude, like pulling out tree 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 stumps for fun, you know, just enormous. Like I remember, I didn't I didn't really pay attention to Nine Inch Nails for a few years, and then I see him for uh, with teeth on the interviews and stuff, which were fantastic. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> that's, a, that's a tough time, man. Yeah, but we're on we're on quiet down now. And like this, at the end of the album is not my favorite. Like towards this part of the album, mm. the tail end. Yeah, um, the tail end is not bad. I mean, I love the census. I like Phantom as well. That's another. Um, Does it have Billy Zane? Dressed in purple. <laughs> no. Okay. It does not. Thank God. Um, and this is another solid like song, man. It's another like solid uh, circus song, but it it definitely is not one that caused a lot of attention to me. Um, it uh, feels like an early, um, early, I guess, Juturna style kind of, yeah, kind of song. No, Juturna. No, me turna. <laughs> me turn around. Uh, um, yeah, it kind of feels like that. It kind of feels like, um, what's that song? Um, that was like, oh, so we'll, we'll be here during the winter. I forgot the lyrics. Which one? Like, we'll be here in the winter. In Fear and Faith. It's kind of like in the song In Fear of Faith. Where we last through the winter? Yes. Where we make it to sea? Never wanted a partner? Okay. I haven't heard you're killing that. me. I haven't heard that album in you're, ages, okay? You're killing him, Smalls. You're killing I'm, me, Smalls. I'm sorry. That song is amazing. Please. It never, is. It's a never, song. never insult it again. <laughs> So yeah, I'm not yeah. uh particularly up to speed on older circa. Mm-hmm. So I have nothing to compare this to. I just I'm not uh, that into I mean, it. Older circa is definitely I mean, Duterna was an interesting album. Um it was their their first album, like the first saw. Uh, if I, I have like, to LP. describe this, I would say even more Kmart Mars Volta than the other song that I called Kmart Mars Volta. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the overall theme we're getting here. Yeah. So so we get your stance. It's just okay. Kmart Mars Volta. Uh, like even the vocals are like super similar in this song like (laughs) super similar yeah going back they kind of it does like the construction of of the later songs in the album it kind of does feel um really post-hardcore like there are a few bands that i know that are post-hardcore and have vocals like um uh and moving up Movie Mountains. Movie Mountains. Yeah. Um, yeah, Movie Mountains. 
cool. Yeah, the they're a cool band. Uh, I've seen them live actually. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, but yeah, this kind of has that same feeling. Um. Uh, that it does do that whole post hardcore style. Like they use a lot of effects on their pedals, and I think that's a characteristic that's present in in that style of of rock music. Hmm. I mean, I suppose I guess they're they're post hardcore, so they have to be going towards something, mm-hmm. and it's not hardcore. It's post, yeah, hardcore, um, post metal X core baby. They're like more indie, if anything. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I mean, Circle definitely is is a more like Juturno was definitely like a more post hardcore, mm-hmm. um, but then On Letting Go just completely changed, and they went for a more experimental feel. On Letting Go was like their big uh, mature breakout, I guess, right? Uh, like people love Juturno, but then when they got On Letting Go, they're like, oh my god, this is crazy different, right? And I think they kind of kept the Juturno feel, uh, the On Letting Go feel, uh, from then on. Like into Blues, kind of is this very. Uh, on letting go style with like a few different things. Uh, Violent waves was more that, um, and this one is like they. they I don't know as so much as if, if circa changes over time, like uh, into different like right like thrice for example right like there's genre changes almost every single album right like I guess where I would classify them they may stick to one genre but they don't sound the same right. So, uh, I I think for for circa it it's uh more like towards a perfection of what they already do. You know I mean? Like it just, it's what they do better. So what I told Mark last time, uh, what Thrice does is that every album that they make is a reaction against what they created previously. Yeah. Whereas, <clears throat> whereas yeah, Circus Survive, they kind of have that same sound um, where um, they have that same sound. They, they, don't, they don't go really different they don't deviate too much from from what they did last time but yeah they they kind of build on top they, of they what, build on they top build of on their top of previous, previous right right that's exactly like i mean like uh, a lot of people like final waves like i said um but like in blue sky noise man there's a couple like really sick breakout songs and you're just like oh my god like just the first song to me was incredible mm-hmm. and like everybody's favorite is get out which is the second song yeah um but then yeah man they just keep building on top of like what they do already um I don't think the Violent Waves is necessarily like a building on top of, of just like an extension. Mm-hmm. But this one is definitely more like a... This this album in particular is very different. Um, especially the song now, uh, Phantom. Uh, it's actually another one of my favorite ones. And I think it's just more like... They're more mellow songs, right? Like Phantom has a... a just like Phantom, just like the, the other one um, that we're listening to, uh, Nesting Dolls, which is like another slow song. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. Like this one's different. Right. Uh, Phantom Phantom seems to be like another conversation he's having uh yeah. with with his addiction. Uh he like he he's kind of feels like he's confused like where he should go like, he, like can he go back to it or sh- like not like can he go back to it it's like more like should he go back to it. Um and obviously like well I haven't I've haven't personally never experienced the that whole addiction thing i feel like uh you know it's it's like that whole like yes this this feeling feels good i you know i'm in this state of like n- i guess not nirvana but i'm using nirvana for lack of a better word um i'm in a state of like nirvana and it feels good but you know people are telling him hey get off of it you know yeah 
So, yeah, this I think this song is definitely like um his like he's talking directly not not to like his band members' reaction and stuff, but to like his addiction uh itself, right? Oh, for sure. Where, um, yeah. Where he's like, I don't know where where like like yeah, the song just opens up with like, hey, I'm on the edge. I don't know where or uh, how it began. I feel I feel like the ghost of a dozen other men. You know, it's like I'm on the fence. I don't know which way to bend with you. Like he doesn't know where to take you know the position that he's in now, like like towards it, right? And it's like um. And it's like a relationship that nobody else can understand, right? It's just like between me, like between him and and this this thing. And he knows that he'd rather be alone at this point than like you know with with this thing. Yeah. Um. But just um, even from like a musical sense, like this uh, like the rhythm and just like the beat and just like the, the 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 slow melody uh melody. Oh, me- what did I say? I don't even know. Yo, I think you have me a little bit too much beer there. No, I'm good. Uh, um yeah just uh just a song man it's very it's very soothing it's very mellow so i, I always enjoy that um there's like uh, some songs where it's like you know like they're very active and they're very screaming but then there's these right that it's just like a very like you're gliding over like the music so one thing is if you're interested in this theme and you're a little older uh 13th step by a perfect circle is basically right up your alley that's cool and i don't really listen to a perfect oh. circle much Dude, 13th step yeah. is, uh, so, you know, like A or whatever is a 12-step program. So 13th step is, yeah, but it's it's basically in a very similar subject matter. And it does go through its own progression, which is not too dissimilar. Um, but it's, I guess, a little more direct. Right. Um, and maybe a little less uh, personal, mm. right? Where you can more project that, that music onto yourself. Right. Whereas this is really about... You know Anthony Green and the band Circa Survive, uh, but yeah, Thirteenth uh, Step is really, really great in different ways. Right. Okay. Uh, don't try to stream it because they don't have their music on any streaming services. Okay. So you probably have to just buy the album on iTunes or something. Uh, but I'm, I think it's worth the buy. Okay. So we're gonna jump into Sovereign Circle. Which is like a, a little bit more energetic, mm-hmm. but it's it's still the like the tail end of this album in comparison to the beginning is low energy. It is definitely low energy. Yeah, the, the tail end of the album, um, it's already like a winding down thing. Yeah. It's not like a build up. I think Sovereign Circles instrumentally, uh, it's kind of like trying to to recap the events of of what happened in the previous album. Mm, not previous album of, of the current album um because remember schema did start and it was like heavy and i mean sovereign circles isn't heavy but it's still kind of like trying to build up it's kind of like um i want to call it uh is there a word for like the opposite of prelude uh yes interlude no yeah, interlude. interlude is in the middle in the uh, middle it's not a, it's a prologue would probably be it. No, Pro- prologue is in the beginning. Oh no, prologue. So then there's a yeah. epilogue. Yeah, kind of like kind of like an epilogue. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Your thoughts on this, but I need to I need to gather mine and so I can finish this. Oh, uh, honestly, yeah. Like I, I think um this song is definitely like a great uh work up after uh after Phantom, right? There's a, it's a little more high energy than Phantom and like some of the stuff, and it's kind of building you up, um for that final. Like for the final, like it's over moment, right? 
yeah like it's like at this point he's already like that's it like i'm done with everything like it's changing now right mm-hmm. like um like i like all the times that we've please dog god why does my dog call this all the time hey 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 so we, we also have the uh, yo he's trying to protect the block uh i know dude. he's trying to protect please, the podcast please why is he why is he barking so we have a uh, pedro's dog also guest starring on the podcast <laughs> that means you're right we can call him cujo um, Cujo the dog. But yeah, like I'm, I'm uh, taking a look at the lyrics, and this is maybe from the point of view of somebody external to Anthony. Um, so one of the things with addiction is that you end up uh, hurting a yeah. lot of people. So with it, and yeah. there's definitely at resentment least, uh, there. At least to like his immediate surroundings, like it's it's really awful. It's really ugly if you've ever uh, seen it. Mm. You know, so the kind of thing is like, uh, maybe those people don't necessarily want to feel sorry for you mm-hmm. because they aren't capable of that because you've, you've hurt them in whatever different ways. Right. And so that's kind of like, you know, maybe the idea of, of full circle thing is that he hurt people and now he's he's being hurt by that emotion. But it's really what he created in that right. through this uh, through this problem. Yeah, um, it could, like, yeah, it's probably, like, his immediate people, because, like, yeah, maybe the rest of the band was telling him to get off of it. Um, maybe his his family, like, his, like, wife or something. I don't want to particularly like, target his wife or anything, because um, I know, as far as I know, she's really supportive of, of Anthony and, and yeah. his music career. Yeah. But I'm sure, like, you know, the, the people that love him a lot, you know, want to see him to produce something, you know, without being on influence. And maybe that's like something like I feel like Sovereign Circles, uh, like I was going to say earlier, Sovereign Circles feels like um, people encouraging him that he can and he's capable of being able to do something while, without being on the influence. Maybe he doesn't want to forgive himself. Hmm. Possibly. Bigger point. Um. Maybe. I think he's still. I think. I think I'm with Lewis on this one. Where. Um. um where he, he's definitely is trying to break through it all. Like it's the positive reinforcement, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Positive like reinforcement. It, it's the positive reinforcement that's coming up. Um. And he's still like kind of struggling with it. Um. And now we're moving on, I guess, to like the last song, right? The census. Yes, where this is. I guess like the direct personal message of um you know it's like the culmination right the culmination where it's like everything's realized down and like this is the point that this is really the point where he's like like I like I can't fail everybody right like that's close to me so I I have to work hard to to not you know mess this up so once it starts like you'll see like the first line is a uh, you know, he, he kind of goes through it, right? He kind of like summarizing everything. And then, um, and, and I think it, it talks about, um, uh, like he, like he has everything that he could want, right? Like he, he has everything that he wants in his life. And then like, how can he still mess this up? Or like, how can he still be in like this dark hole? And it's like, he doesn't want this, right? He doesn't want this for himself or for anybody else or for like his wife. I think he talks about like his partnership, right? Like his wife and yeah. stuff like that. And how he's very... Like, you know, like, in even addiction, man, in addiction, like, you're sad that you're doing the things that you are, but at the time, you don't care, right? Like, when you're getting high, it's like, yeah, I know everybody's sad, and I'm sad, 
But that's why I do this, right? So that I'm not sad anymore for this amount of time. And that's like the scary part about addiction. Um, and it sucks, man. Uh, it sucks. It's actually really difficult to break through it, um, especially when you know that you have a problem. And it <laughs> that's the saddest part, right? That you know you have a problem and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. No, it, it's, right? it definitely uh, can can easily get to that point. Yeah, it's it's a it's a rough time. So this song is definitely all about that. That he knows he has a problem and he is trying to break it, um, and he doesn't want to let anybody down. But like that's that's like his thing. Like he wants to live up to like the potential that it, that he knows people see in him as well, and kind of try to do things. And um, I think this is all written like post uh everything, right? And he's kind of really calling back to for sure, for sure. Like it, it's, it's pretty on the nose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I mean, I guess is one of the reasons why I'm not super thrilled with this song. Mm. Personally, I just feel like it's very uh, straightforward in a way that is not necessarily the most artistic. But I know that it's his very personal to him. Yeah. Right. So I'm not gonna be like, "Oh, that song's stupid, bro." Like, <laughs> it's, it's not. You know, You're dumb boy. It's not. That's a big deal for a, a a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um. But I'm just. It's not my favorite on the album by far. Yeah, it's it's definitely. I I think it's a good combination. I think it's a good uh, a good ending to the album. I mean, it was great, man. The band has just just been really supportive as well. I mean, of them like as well mm-hmm. over time. I think um, I don't know if anybody else in the band has gone through this. I I want to go on the limb and say no, because the ones that have kind of been like you know, with him through it. Maybe you know at some points here or there, but he's definitely I'm sure they've it, gotten like, taste right. But like you know, he's the one that kind of like fell into like that deep hole. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I think I, I forgot who it was. I think was it Nick Beard that does the art for, for all the albums. Well, I don't think he did the art for this one. No, he, but oh. this is like his style. Like I, I don't, know. I don't know if it was Nick or Colin. His style is fucking Col- yeah, weird. I think, I think it's Colin. Yeah, Colin. Colin is the one that does all the art for the albums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know he, if the other members have tasted, uh, some of this, uh, some of the drugs, um, or anything that causes addiction. You know, at least they have another outlet to to use instead of just you know getting high. Right. Or music, right? So he, yeah, you have your music writing. Colin has his uh, his art, which he has. He does go on like um, galleries, like art galleries. I've mm-hmm. seen. Excuse me, I've seen um, pictures uh, of him actually posting. Uh, well, setting up his art gallery with all the art covers of. I'm sorry, album color, album covers of. Um, of the Circus Survive albums, and I think it's pretty awesome that he has that outside of music. Right, right. Yeah, so, yeah, man, like this, uh, I mean, I like this song a lot. Uh, it's actually, like, one of the ones that, like, uh, more on the album, too. And, like, like even this last part, it's, like, a very repetitive, like, to, you know, like, a very repetitive beat, mm-hmm. right? And he's just kind of, he starts singing over it. Um, And it's kind of going through, like, the last part, right? The last part of, like, what he did right before he was, like, yeah, like the last line in the song is a uh, there isn't anything I ever wanted more. I feel like this is uh, another very on the nose addiction thing. Uh, so <laughs> I was trying to think of what I had just recently seen that was, you know, regarding this, and I just remembered now, and it was this like very uh, repetitive kind of uh, piece of music right here, and I was just watching Mr. Robot like uh, episode two and three. I haven't seen the show, man, at all. I need to watch it. Jesus. Um, so I'm gonna spoil it. maybe a little bit, not really a That's lot. That's fine. Um, I don't mind. Spoiler but, alert. Uh, the main character goes on a routine, mm-hmm. um, because he's battling his own uh 
addictions and and demons. And that's also another thing that's very common in uh like uh rehab programs and things like right. that is right. is routine. routine. Mm-hmm. Right? You have that routine and that's that's your day. That's your life. There's no uh freedom for you to just go be a maniac and get fucked up and destroy your life yeah. because you have something to do at this time and then that time. Um so this I feel is is like maybe a a, a manifestation of that a metaphor of uh yeah. of routine. Yeah, because it was basically just the same little riff, like mm-hmm. chug, 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 chug. That's it, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean that's how this how this song ends. This last part um is like up. stability and routine or or yeah. what what are gonna get you through? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And this last part right here is uh when he goes like um if you could try and get your timing right. Um, I'll let you stay if you could eat the pain. Uh, taking its place, just let me disappear. So now, now he's he's almost having like a monologue or like a dialogue, uh, between people. Um, and it's like if we forget, I'll do it all over again. There is no home where the heart when the heart is gone. So it's kind of just like all the repercussions, right? And like he's kind of just talking to himself, I guess, or like to somebody, where it's like this is the last straw, right? Like this is where I have to make that change, um, and kind of leave this behind and just try to see what I can do now, um. Yeah, man, it's heavy. Actually, funny enough, like as soft as this part is, it's a very heavy uh, message. Yeah, it's yeah, a very yeah for sure. A very, sure. very heavy part of the song. Uh, fun fact, um, you know that we were talking about like right now about how this this riff here is like really routine. Um, at the end of of the song, it kind of just goes dun dun dun, and it just kind of stops there. But if you play this on the record, um. You're playing it, it goes dun 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 da dun 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 and it it keeps looping. It doesn't Oh, stop. okay. So the track so stays on the, there. The track has a lock where like it goes yeah, on yeah, a groove it. and it jumps back on the previous groove. That's really fucking brilliant. That's just like um the Thrice album that ends the way it starts but in reverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's actually really badass. Which album is that? Dude, like the the latest one, to be everywhere, is to be nowhere. Oh, with the with the piano. Yeah, the, yeah, for Hurricane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I should really like that. No, that 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 that's really fucking cool. Yeah, like I, that's, I blew his mind when yeah. my daughter. And then now you just you just did it again. Yeah, like that's super cool. Yeah, but so, in, in, I mean, like in I mean, CD, after we're done here, right? we can like we can put the the last couple of seconds of. I mean, I believe you. And it just constantly goes. You see, like even if you look at the needle, you see it go like, like it. It, it, uh, it, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, yeah, it won't, I don't want to say jump because I need to jump. Yeah. Yes, oscillate. It oscillates. Be- Thanks, science. It oscillates between the last couple of seconds and just jumps back into that. That's awesome. That thing is, it's pretty cool. So it, it, like the vinyl itself kind of caters that. That that whole rhythm thing. And well, well, I mean, I definitely love how uh, the their physical medium fits their message. Yeah, right? and yeah, definitely. It's not definitely. just another like consumable that you know people buy. Right. Right. It's like it's part of the art. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. So that's really great. I feel like for the vinyl format, you know, they definitely did cater to to the record itself. Whereas here, you kind of just like it's just that whole dun dun dun, and it ends on that hi hat. You know, and it's kind of like oh, like when I heard it, I was like oh, but <laughs> but when it, like when it was doing this part, the whole like dun dun dun, 
you know, yeah. I was listening to the first time when I first got the album. I'm like, man, this song keeps going and going. When is it finishing? Mm. And even my mom was like, what the hell? You know, why is it still going on? And I'm like, I don't know. I think it, I broke it or something. And I tweeted, you know, Circus Survive. I'm like, yo, you know, I'm not sure if this is like a defect or anything, but, you know, it keeps going. And then my, my friend jumped into the conversation. He's like, oh, no, no, no. It's, that's how it is. I'm like, oh, brilliant. Uh, no, that, yeah, that, that's absolutely brilliant. So, yeah, that, um, that's a definitely, like, Descensus is one of my favorite songs off the album, definitely. Mine too. Well, I mean, that's a that's a big part of it yeah. for me is that dedication to the the song mm. yeah, on, yeah. on their on their. Yeah, physical some people media. don't like the repetitiveness, right? Well, uh, but honestly, like I I I enjoyed it. Right? I mean, like, there's I, there's definitely a reason behind it. It's not just because I they didn't so. run out of music to write. The opposite, <laughs> right, you know, right. the opposite. They're very. I mean, I mean, honestly, like a lot, of, a lot of the music that they write, it's not just like oh, we're running out of music, we're going to do this. No, man, they they they're like great musicians, right? And they write stuff like. For a purpose, like I've yet to listen to something about from Circa that's just like, oh, we just kind of like, we just kind of poop this in there, see that it worked. No man, like a lot of this stuff has like a purpose to it, which is really great. Right. Which, funny enough, I think uh, a little bit off topic, but in the same spectrum of music, Kanye West does the same thing. Oh, people no. think Kanye West is like some weird. Dude, that was, no man, that guy's a genius. No, famous. And if you watch the music yeah. video for famous, dude. Oh, that was great. You can talk, you can say whatever you want about that. Fucking man. Werner but, Herzog watched the video for famous <laughs> and he's like, this is really interesting. Yeah. That brother Connie is great at what he does. And anything that he puts in his music, know that it was on purpose. Like, yeah. That guy had this in mind. Like, and then, like, this is what it's going to be. And then, uh, you know, Life of Pablo is also a little bit post rap. So a it's lot different. of yeah. Donald yeah. Glover influence, a lot of, uh, yeah. if you listen to BC Boys Hot Sauce Committee Part 2, it's a little bit post-rap as well. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're getting to a point where the art form is 30-ish years old, mm-hmm. uh, more or less as we know it. Yeah. And and there needs to be a little more innovation because and, having auto-tuned dudes just say random words and... Yeah. <laughs> Like in the background, but I think I think that's where Kanye really breaks that mold, man. Ever he doesn't do it, it. it right? Like you in know? every in every album that he's made so far, man. This guy's a genius, right? Like this guy, every album that he does, he he recognizes, right? Like the human voice is like an instrument, yeah. So for he sure. uses it everywhere, like on everything. It's not just like you said, like some dude with like auto tune or like a beat and that 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 snare and like clapper that snare snap. Yeah. No, no, this guy like goes out of his way. Some you may or may not like it, right? You may. Not I mean, get I it. like some songs better than others for sure. Right. I don't right. like a lot of them, but but, but I mean, he he's definitely like and and obviously like in his personal life he's he's kind of a douche. Um. Uh, I mean. But, but to to some extent, right? To no, I extent. mean for sure to some extent. Yeah. But uh, I don't know that saying he's a douche is the best way to summarize it. Right, because he's not. Because <laughs> when he because he he appreciates he 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 definitely appreciates like good art, but then you know we have him like kind of shitting on Beck. Without knowing who Beck is, yeah, right. And Beck's been making music like longer before, than he like, has. Connie wasn't like that's nutsack or whatever, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, <laughs> so that's a whole different thing. Um, but but that's what I'm saying, right? Like at, at some point he's uneducated in like the culture of music, right? But like his talent, right? Like his skill in making music is like undeniable, like for sure. Like it's something you can't take away. From. So yeah, that was a really weird so circus survives like Kanye West. <laughs> Oh, please don't make that. I mean, I don't know. I mean, again. funny enough, like, I, I don't want to make the Kanye survive hashtag. But I feel, I honestly, I feel Kanye is just so good, man. Like, 
It's almost like Jay Z in a way. Like I think I have a lot of respect for Jay Z as well. I definitely don't share those thoughts. I don't. I don't necessarily disagree with them. Like I don't have the opposite thought. Right. <laughs> right. It's, that's not the case. But I don't. I don't have those thoughts. <laughs> but um. But yeah, no. Cir- Circa is definitely one of the great. Uh, I think for me, like one of the great bands out there that's always on. Um, I mean, would you classify them as uh, Circa? Yeah. Uh, like experimental rock. Experimental. Mm-hmm. Okay. Experimental rock is definitely uh what I would classify them as. Uh, but it's hard to say, man. I feel a lot of like I mean, for them it's for sure experimental rock, but there's a lot of bands that like do a lot of different things. That's the thing, like they're lacking album. a lot in the uh sonic experimentation. Right. You think so? Like they play guitars, bass, mm-hmm. drums, and a dude sings. And that's basically it. So you, you would you but wanna see different. more instruments in Circus Survive? Um if if I were to classify somebody as experimental or prog, they needed to get like really into the synthesizers and the more fabricated sounds. But I think that also takes away uh, yeah from it. It could. Circus survive. It's an experiment. Circus I mean. survive is a. I would say they're more raw. But the, I don't maybe, maybe they're prog rock. Prog hardcore. Not 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 so much hardcore no. anymore. No, I, I wouldn't say prog. I would say prog. I wouldn't. I, I would say. I would they say between experimental and prog, right? I uh, s- they still have their structures, though. Prog, prog rock doesn't really have any structures. It just goes from point A to I point mean, B. I don't know, man. I mean, I right, like uh, it depends on the album, right? I, I guess like the albums have been different, right? You can say like pulsar core, indie rock. I wouldn't prog. say that that prog rock just goes from point A to point B, and I, right. I actually do feel like this album does go from point A to point B. Yeah. Maybe um, not in an individual track at one time, but um, definitely as a as a concept, mm-hmm. right? Um, as a concept. Right, right, as a concept, but you can, you can, and like and ambient. rhythmically, like it starts high energy, ends low energy, but ends very rote, so er, ends very routine. Collectively, it's point A to point B. Yeah, mm. yeah. Okay. You know, even though it's not a fucking rock opera telling a story, right? Um, a, it, I mean, it at least is with a the senses, bit. it is right. a little bit. Oh. No, like like just the the feeling as a whole, right? Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily have to be that song A leads into song B leads into song C, right. but you're gonna listen to the album in the order of front to back. Yeah. Right. right. So there yeah, was yeah. design in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it feels like definitely kind of like a storybook kind of album that you yeah. have to like listen to I mean, in its entirety. You can't just really, I mean, I'm sure they have singles, but you can't just really no, just like, I, oh, I want to listen to this. I feel for this song. album in particular, the only single that for me that really sticks out as a single wise is the first song Schema. Yeah. Yeah. Schema. And that's the only thing I think that I can hear alone and be like, all right. Because the rest of them, oh, like, for sure. I need to hear the rest of the CD, and I'll be like, yeah. okay. Yeah, I'm like, like uh, really Schema is definitely my favorite song on this album. And yeah. Schema is really I great. feel like it's the one that does stand alone the best. Yeah, like, and I tend to like albums like that. I like to have, I guess, like, theme albums, sure. if you will. Like, yeah. I like, um, I mean, I go back to Thrice, because it's, like, my favorite band. But just, like, in Thrice, you have, like, a lot of, like, uh, you know, before you had, like, artists, and you had, like, Identity Crisis, and, you know, you had, like, Delusion of Safety. But once you had, like, Bezu, right, like, Bezu and on, it's very thematic. Mm-hmm. Like everything basically has like a certain theme, it's working towards something. Like the Alchemy Index, every EP in Alchemy Index yeah. is, you know, themed to something that's leading up to like the sonnet at the end. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, a very, yeah, a very sure. album. Um, Beggars is all about like the human condition. Like the entire album is like a very themed song. Same with a uh, major minor. It's like a different part of the human condition. Like the human condition, like Beggars is like the human condition and it talks about like, um, like, you know, like love, like madness, like, uh, like, um, like pride, right? Like beggars, like the song beggars is all about pride, right? Like all the world's mad, you know, madness, like the weight of a, uh, 
the weight about like love and why like, would the song beggars be about pride um the song about beggars is about pride um it the all the lyrics of the song it's like oh, who do you who um oh who are these great men of power right that boast all their strengths or boast all their feats i don't know politicians entrepreneurs Pride. i would imagine it would be about avarice I mean, is it could be the same. I I think that I, I, there's a lot of correlation there. Yes. But, yes. It, I think mm. it's a. I think it could be a mix of both. Yeah. Okay. I think it definitely could be a mix of both. I think also one of my favorite songs. That 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 album for me can require like an entire different. Well, we can do that next time, you Hey man, because that album is is phenomenal. Beggars? I think Beggars. I yeah. also think it's like one of the most underrated uh, Thrice songs. To me, it went like everybody talked about Major Minor a lot. Everybody talked about like. The Alchemy Index or like Bezu, but nobody really talks about Beggars. Beggars is a good album. Beggars is, I, I don't even know, man. Like I had like a lot of their albums, and I think Beggars is probably as a whole my favorite album from Thrice because it hits on so many themes. Wooden Wire is an amazing song. That song is amazing live. Well, yeah, so the the song is just amazing. Period. Right? Mind you, this they've never played it live before well, until this last tour. Really? Well, yeah, that's awesome. I missed the last tour because I'm a scumbag. Um, I told you you should have come, man. Uh, I know, I know, but don't remind me. But the song is incredible, right? You can YouTube it. I I will. I will YouTube it. Um, but you know, like just that song where it's like um, you know, like somebody being sent to their death, uh, for a crime they didn't commit, and their son's just kind of there, like yeah, it's like or like pulling the plug or whatever, and or like um, or like the Great Exchange, right? Where it's like a story about like a ship captain that was like there was a mutiny, and then like. They and then like after the mutiny, like oh, their ship fell apart or whatever, and like the captain saved one of the dudes of the mutiny. He's just like, oh my god, you know, like the the stories that they tell in every one of the songs in that in that album is just like super intense, man. It's all about like the human condition. Like, so. Fuck, I don't know. Like it's it's crazy to think about this. Uh, this new album, um, it's about like I think they've kept on that same like human theme. It's kind of just like what uh what Dustin's uh I guess personal life. Like his struggles as well, like um be- before this album and like major minor like the band was in like a really dark place, um and they kind of like you can tell that like a lot, funny major minor the reason why it's called major minor is like yo, every song yo it's a major chord minor chord yeah, yeah. it's a major chord minor chord and it's yeah. like oh. we're gonna have to put a thack up uh, thack a thack yes put thacks and everything <laughs> we're gonna put the th- <laughs> we're gonna have to put a tack on on that no pin in that conversation because that's a thumbtack a thumbtack in that conversation because that. Because that could be another great uh, For sure. session. Yeah. yeah. Um, i definitely so, more experienced than that one. Closing thoughts? So, closing thoughts. Do you want to start off the closing thoughts or do you want to save it yours at the end? No, I mean, I mean closing thoughts. Do uh, you want to close off on like the album or close off on like the what? album? The album. Uh, I mean, I mean overall, to me personally, I think this is my favorite album by Circus Survive. Um, and I think Anthony Green does have it in him to, to write stuff while sober. I think to me, it's his best work by far. Um, and like how the whole band actually just came together, you know, through through all the problems that you know that they, they've experienced with them and stuff, and just were able to produce, I think like their most successful album, um, even like uh by like music biz standards, right? It's like the highest that they've ever hit on like the top one hundred or whatever. Um, and I agree, like I liked it a lot. It's it's having like a powerful message and a powerful song, and just all the songs are really great. Some stood out to me more than others. But um, you know, that's just my opinion. So, yeah. I think um, when I first initially heard this album, I thought it was um, 
a conversation between um, two people about their about their love. Um, I thought it felt kind of like a divorce deal, and it, it kind of still goes in that sense because Anthony is uh, is dropping, he's leaving the addiction, and uh, that's still a scary process, regardless. Um, again, I don't have any personal experience with with either addiction or or divert uh, divorce, divorce, uh, divorce. Um, but it kind of feels that way. It feels like uh, you know, it it feels like from what I'm told, it's a scary process. Um, yeah, I I haven't gone through it myself, but I know people that are and are close to me, and it's not it's not great. So, it. You know, it's still something like both either. I feel like that if if it is like divorce or if it's addiction, it's still something that you have to try to get over and overcome the negative aspects of what you're trying to let go. Uh, even though if that that thing did bring you good a good sensation, a good feeling. But, uh, and also let you think that you couldn't do without it. That's the whole thing about addiction. Yeah, you feel that you can't be yourself without it. Right, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna inject some Wikipedia into this conversation. Desensus is uh, comes from the Latin term desensus Christ, which is uh, in English known as the harrowing of hell, and it is the time between crucifixion and resurrection within which Jesus went into hell and slapped uh, Hades around and then returned. Slapped Hades around. I'm paraphrasing. That sounds a good like a good time. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's when when that happened, right? Like when Jesus died on the cross and went to hell and kind of just saved all the souls. Yeah, that was, that was the whole. That, yeah. Right. So I mean, I really do feel like that's a, re- a recovery uh, allegory. Hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Pull yourself yeah. out of the pits of hell, man. Yeah, yep. yeah, because it definitely. I, like after you opened my eyes, kind of telling me of like um, that it's kind of like his story about drug addiction. Um, like I definitely see it now. Yeah, he was like drug addiction can be a sense of like nirvana because you're 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 leaving, you know, the bad state that you're currently in for a certain amount of time, but then uh, you're going back into it. But you know, Doesn't trying mean- trying to leave it like right. permanently right. is a struggle. It is a struggle because if you think about it, right, like you, you feel bad about something and you do drugs and it'll get you over that for a time. Then it comes hitting you hard, right? But the difficult part is to not do drugs and get out of it. Yeah. yeah. But when you do that, you kind of get out of it, you know, like for but, good. I mean, really, it's a, a, a feedback cycle, right? Where you mm-hmm. feel bad about doing something, so you take drugs and then you start to feel bad about doing drugs and being fucked up all the time. So you, so do, you more. do more drugs. Right. To not feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But it sucks. Definitely. That so. Those, those are my thoughts. Um, which I I don't think it culminated to anything. <laughs> like like let's get a let's put a, a tip on that man. Let's. It's a good album. It's definitely a good album, and um, definitely um, it feels like um, you know he shared a lot more with his listeners this time around versus his previous albums. Yeah, I feel so, like before, like this album was a lot more personal. Like all the lyrics and stuff written were very, very personal to him. Whereas other songs, 
I don't see their connection. I just think they're really great songs and they're written really well and everything. But in this particular case, it's very like it directly correlates to like himself, to himself, yeah, yeah. to so, himself and like the band and like the state that they're in, like how they, you know, progress through it all. Yeah, I think I think it's a it's a good album because you know he did open up to, about himself and uh, it's definitely a good change. You know, at least as a listener to Circus Survive or Anthony Green, you know, um, I feel. I feel good to know that he's actually trying to get over it, you know? Oh, that's, that, that's definitely a positive thing. Yeah. He's been, uh, I think, for like no matter who you are. Two years now. That's good. You know, even though I don't know him personally, it's, just, no, it's, it's definitely it's, a good thing. Yeah. The, the, you know, drug addiction is never good. Yeah. You know, no matter who you are. Mark, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I'm going to have to agree with everything that was said. Uh, this album is very personal. Uh, it does thematically have a strong message. Uh, it's not bad in any stretch of the term but it's not my favorite style of music so you know we try to categorize them as experimental meeting uh progressive uh and i mean like yeah but it's a little too vanilla for me mm. not yeah. enough uh yeah thinking, it is not enough thinking in it um not mars well no, enough. no it, it, it's a bit on the nose i'm not gonna lie it is a bit on the nose but really when you're trying to express that as an artist it, it's completely up to you and I'm, i don't want to pass judgment and be like oh it's dumb it's not it's not dumb uh it doesn't speak to me the same way but also i haven't followed the band mm-hmm. from before so right. i don't have that context either like I'd, i don't really listen to anthony green's music in any other uh avenue either right so this right. is just like me walking into it cold and i don't have the same feelings right if this were a band that i've been listening to for 10 20 years or five years even i would probably feel very differently yeah i can agree with that so, i think um i think you can definitely see the progression from the band start right like 2005 on it's yeah the, the progression is lost upon me yeah i, I only know what i've been told because right, right. i've asked a few people mm-hmm. right and and the, the you know the consensus is generally similar the band uh has has become more mature mm-hmm. which is good usually um not always but uh, I feel like this is this album is very listenable compared to earlier things that I've happened to be in the room for, mm-hmm. where I'm just kind of like ah, this is kind of obnoxious and indulgent. I mean, you, you probably know. think of it that way about Juturna. No, Juturna. Me Turner. Me Turner. Yeah. Yeah, I can um, definitely see. You. I can definitely see that. So I mean, you know, it's definitely different. Uh, it's not a bad album uh, in any stretch of the word. Uh, I don't know that this would be the best place to get into Circa. Honestly, I personally don't think it's a good place to start out. A lot of people that I know, uh, they jumped in onto it wasn't Violent Ways, uh, Blue, Blue, Blue Sky Noise. Blue Sky Noise. It's probably the best place. To yeah, walk, walk it's a good Circa. entry point. Blue Sky Noise is definitely a good entry point. Um, who yeah. knows? Maybe maybe future guests will will want to talk about that. So we'll see. Yeah, I yeah. about Blue Sky Noise, but I was like. Consensus is a stronger. To me, it's a, it's a stronger album. Well, it definitely has a strong message. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But, but Blue Sky Noise is definitely, uh, I think, where Circa became very accessible to people. Like on like Juturna was a little difficult. On Letting Go was way different. Um, and it, had ama- it has amazing songs if you like if you like Circa. But then like Blue Sky Noise, where it really opened up and it's like there's something for everybody. Like everybody can listen to something in Blue Sky Noise and be like, I like that. Oh, that's cool. So 
Oh, yeah. I'm guilty of this. I mean, I've listened to <laughs> Jeterna and uh, On Letting Go, but, you know, Blue Sky Noise was definitely really accessible to me and yeah. definitely, you know, gave me a second, you know, chance to check out their older material. So. Good, good. Because I actually like a lot of the songs on On Letting Go a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> but uh, Blue Sky Noise is definitely the opener. The Would you thing. recommend this album for anybody to buy it? Census? Yeah. I bought it like day one. So I'm very biased on that. So uh, so is it but okay, so since you're biased, so it, I, would it would it be kind of like you know, if you're a fan of Circus Survive? If you're a buy fan it. of Yes. Oh, if you're a fan of Circus Survive, it's definitely a must. Um if you're a fan of like t- type of music, it's definitely solid. But you you bought it risking knowing that it might not be good, did you? Uh yeah, I bought it not I listening to schema only. Well, I mean, Schema is a great single. Yeah, let's, let's be fair. It, yeah. it maybe misrepresents the rest of the album. Yeah, it kind of does because it like it's completely different, and I think that's what I like about it that it hits you with that hard punch, and then like it's the rest, right? But um, and at first, like that's it happens to me like every time I listen to a new album for a new band that like I really like, it takes me a while to get into it. Um, like I don't for any band, I just I don't instantly just like you know an album. Like, I have to listen to it a few times for me to really, like, I really enjoy this album. Yeah, I can pick that up because you have a, a preconception already. Right. Like, you right. have an, a, a history with that band. Right. Their so, music. It, if, so if it's different than the previous. Right. And I, speaking about Thrice again, whatever, from Artist in the Ambulance to Vezu, everybody's like, I want Artist in the Ambulance. Everyone still st- wants This doesn't sound like Artist in the Ambulance. I don't even why? like Artist in the Ambulance that much. I, I like artists. You only like Illusion of Safety. That's the only one that I really say I like. I like this I mean, album. I mean, that's a great album. Let's, let's be real. Every song pivots. Every song pivots. Right. But but in Vasey, right? Like, it, it you, <laughs> the growth of the band is just so wide from Artists in the Ambulance, from the style from Artists in the Ambulance, where they were like kind of like post hardcore ish, punk ish, right? Pop. To like, to Vasey, where it's like really like post hardcore yeah. and into like alternate. Adults alternative, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so yeah, man. Like I, I like as far as the census goes, like I definitely recommend it for obviously for like any circa fan um, and any fan of the genre. It's really well. It's really great too. Well, I mean, the genre is still kind of up in the air, right? Very yeah. true. Genre, uh, I, I think it's just more like if you like circa or you like bands that sound like circa, right? Like if you like like um, Secret and Whisper, it's a very similarish. Even the new sales, a new sales is actually a little harder than Circle, to be honest. Like it's a little heavier, um, in terms of sound. What's up with the bands that are two syllable and two syllable? I don't know, man. I, I just don't know. I, I mean, there's a lot of bands that are not. Secret and Whisper, City and Color. City and Color is cool. Yeah, but dude, like it's whatever. the same name. Secret and Whisper is cool too. It's the same name. Just, just uh, Shreddy Kruger. No, it's not Shreddy and Kruger. It's not Shreddy and Kruger. It would have been funny though. It would have been. The Secret and Whispers band without like the singer. Yeah, um, great band. City and Color was the other one. City, City and Color. Color, yeah, great band. What Dallas Green or something? Huh? Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, um, yeah, as, I, don't know, man. I think well, it's just a thing. Yeah, but there was like a while where everything was November, December. Uh, <laughs> right? You remember? You remember? You know what I'm talking about, right? It was like yes. it was like three syllables. Yes. Something something November. Yeah, or the, you have either that or like the really really long band names, right? Like uh, uh don't be a mess to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. No, <laughs> I wrestled the bear once. I wrestled. 
No, I mean, you got like a, you know, you're from first to last. You got like your uh, fear before the March of Flames. Between the Buried and Me. Between the Buried and Me. You know, whatever. I don't know. People like cool, like weird last long. To be fair, Between the Buried and Me has been making music since I was in high school. Yes, and they're phenomenal. And I actually have their hoodie right here. They're phenomenal. Yeah, I don't like their latest album though. I haven't heard their it. Their last album, you yeah, mean? Yeah, come on. But Color Alaska White. was great. Colors was great. Alaska's great. Colors great. Uh, Parallax Sequence is per- probably my favorite. <laughs> the the EP and then the, yeah. the album. I mean, they're just phenomenal. But yeah. they're also like in a whole different thing of their own, man. They're, they're, they're definitely like prog metal. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. Are. They are. Yeah. I mean. So yeah. Circus Survive is definitely a good, good album in the sense of like if you were to buy it on a physical medium... I if, bought it. If you are a uh, vinyl, just the fact that fanatic? that fucking last track keeps going forever is it, worth the <laughs> worth the purchase. It was it was definitely a surprise. It was definitely a surprise. That's for awesome me. though. That's the greatest kind of surprise. Yeah, it's um, not like oh shit, I pooped myself. No, this is no, amazing. Yeah, <laughs> this is a good surprise. So, would I recommend it to to purchase? Yes, in vinyl format only though. Not CD, not the CD's like, not gonna do that. Like, yeah, nobody gives yeah. a I rather fuck. say because I am one of those weirdos that put CDs in their car. Oh, I've had the same CDs in my car for at least four years. Yeah, same, same. Because once I got to streaming on my phone or whatever the case was, like I'm like I don't need to change the CDs that are in my CD player. I also I just buy I I generally just buy CDs of bands I I enjoy. So it's usually like Circa, Rise, The Devil Wears Prada, and I think Chiodos, but I couldn't find the Chiodos. Last album, so I haven't bought it, but it's I've, usually those three. I've gone out of my way to buy a couple. Uh, Foxhole, We the Wintering Tree is is a notable one, and then that was in my car, and I fucking destroyed the sleeve. So mm. I need to buy another one because it's all white and it's beautiful. Mm. And I only made one LP. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, I've lost. I don't know. I have a CD case somewhere in this house, and I don't know where it is. Oh, it's gone forever. Just it, it's it's been gone for years, and every now and then I find it. and I'm like, oh, that's where it is, and I put it somewhere, and then you lose it again, and then it disappears. This happened to me like twice already. I think it's Troy, but it has like my Alchemy Index like albums. It has. I think Troy tries to bury it under the couch. <sighs> Man, I don't know, but it makes me so sad because I like my Alexander the Great, like Iron Maiden greatest hits. Alexander like, dude. the Great. Funny enough. That sounds that terrible, album, though. Well, that album doesn't have that song in it. Uh, are you serious? I swear to you. That doesn't even make sense. I, it's called Alexander Green. Because like, that greatest song kind of sucks. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> Which one was that on? Was that on Power Slave? Dark. I don't even know. I, just, All I, don't, right. know. I don't either. But I had Alexander the Green, fair, and it opened up with Run to the Hills, Number yeah. of the Beast. Sure. Minutes to Midnight. Yeah. Um, and it ended with, like, um, Fear of the Dark and, like, some other stuff. It's a great album. Yeah. The greatest hits album yeah. is... By the way, if anybody's listening and they haven't seen Iron Maiden live, go see Iron Maiden live. They're yeah. 90 years old. It doesn't matter. It's to put on a great show. Uh, and if you're one of the first 200 people in line, you get a unique shirt. And Damn. what's crazy is that you'll see people wearing the unique shirt from the show before getting the unique shirt for that show. That's nice. awesome. Like, it's pretty intense. That's awesome. Yeah. Damn, so, I want to go see Iron Maiden. Maiden. I never got an Iron Maiden shirt. Also, uh... Flight 666 is their documentary, and it's really great. They have a documentary? Yeah, and it's actually like a hardcover uh, DVD case. Mm. Oh, nice. It's really cool. Yeah, man. I actually like to watch that. I feel Bruce Dickinson was born to sing, and I think there was like a time that Iron Maiden didn't have Bruce Dickinson. They, and they were like garbage. Bruce Dickinson was at the Iron Maiden show, and he's like, this band's all right, but their singer is rubbish. 
but like oddly enough killers has some of my favorite songs and he doesn't sing them on the album versions he only does them on the live ones i know funny it's just crazy well yeah so i don't know man bruce dickinson is is, yeah they're all great like fucking they're all beastly yeah uh nico mcbain mcbrain uh has a restaurant he lives up here in uh in uh west palm beach mcbain and he has uh a restaurant i can't think of the name but it's like a rock and roll barbecue restaurant or something like that. But like a lot of famous people go. Really? Yeah. That's funny. That's interesting. I did not know that. I'm going to look that up actually. Yeah. That's funny though. I didn't know. Fucking. Yeah, man. Music is a, it's a weird thing. Think rock and roll ribs barbecue. Rock and roll ribs nice. barbecue. What? Where is that at? It's Palm Beach? I'll tell you now. That is truly outrageous. <laughs> it's in Coconut Creek, so it's not that far. Oh, it's not too bad. No, maybe maybe we can get him one day onto the podcast. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Hey, you never know, man. I mean, I don't. But at the same time, if that dude shows up, what the fuck am I gonna say to him? <laughs> <laughs> like realistically, that's like when I met um, at a signing. I met this fucking guy, Mike Portnoy. It was me and Jonas and my wife, and Jonas and I just hand him like things to sign, and we just look at him. <laughs> And my wife goes, "Hey, we're gonna see, we're gonna be at the show tonight." And he's like, "Me too." And then Jonas and I are like, "Oh my god, that's brilliant! That's brilliant!" And that was that was us meeting Mike Portnoy, which is like a, a god to us, you know. But like after that, I was like, "I'm never gonna like be a scrub meeting somebody." And then I've I've been trying to hold true to that, and I've been really good about it. How how were they live? Dream Theater? Yeah. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know, man. I never was able to get into Dream Theater. That's really, that was funny. That before so you mentioned they have Mike a lot Porter, of albums that suck. Like, well, I, I, when you mentioned Mike Porter, I was like, man, like before you mentioned them, I was going to say something about Dream Theater. I was like, I can never get into Dream Theater. I never. I, got I, I definitely see that. I, I have my, my preferences. The only thing is that the songs that I do like, I like so fucking much. <laughs> you know? This is like Primus to me. Yeah, Primus, whatever. Like, no, nah, dude. Primus is like a shock experiment. Yeah. It's like, how much can you deal with? Right. And I'm just like, if you're going like to ask that. me that question, I can deal with exactly zero. And I, well, I don't like all their songs, but I like the songs that I do like. I'm just like, please. I'm, like, I'm oh, not. Tell me the cat is an incredible song. All I know is like Jerry was a race car driver. When I was big brown beaver. Uh, you know, like the basic shit. No, dude, listen to Tommy the Cat. Watch the video for Tommy the Cat. Nah, I'm not gonna watch Primus. Oh, it's so good. No, and and uh, Les Claypool's just like, whatever, man. You're killing me. No. No. Uh, you're killing me. Primus is is phenomenal. Like all the guys in Primus are actually just really great they musicians. Are. They are. I, just, I don't know. But like when you ask me the question, how much can you deal with? My answer is always none. <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone. Just like whenever it's like, oh, it's this or that. I'm like, neither. Fuck yourself. I'm out. <laughs> like, I don't make those decisions. I just, I'm like, I just flip the script. I'm like, oh, you have two papers for me to sign on this table. I flip that table. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. I haven't met a lot of people. I think I've met like, actually that vinyl that I have with Thursday, the, the singer signed it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I had thrice signed like the. Like the Alchemy Index. I think Therese like, is tired of meeting me. <laughs> I mean, probably. <laughs> probably. Probably. It's funny enough that the day that I got a, a Therese to sign like my albums, I think Circa played a show with them. 
that was the show yeah that's the, when they tore they tore the alchemy index on that yeah on that. and circle was there and i decided to wait out for circle i mean for for thrice and not circle and like it's cool because i got to meet like all the members of thrice and I actually talked to them forbidden because there was almost nobody there everybody had yeah. gone yeah he was there yeah i was there he's a fucking weirdo he was there yeah and he's like dustin dustin <laughs> and i was like oh my god dude it was the first time dustin <laughs> yeah it was pretty funny um circle was there too um it was actually a really good show yeah actually it's probably one of my favorite concerts i've been to yeah so far and that was actually uh blue sky knows hadn't come out yet so it was like on letting go and yeah. just turn on songs um it's not my f- it wasn't my favorite al- uh concert i mean the alchemy index tour was an amazing tour yes it was a beautiful tour yes it was um, i loved it god but for me my favorite favorite tour for uh for like ever the farewell tour it will be the farewell tour <laughs> It told Bec- you. Because they played, you know, so many back backlog songs, and that I never. Thought I mean, they, they played double, play and I had seen them twice or three oh, times before no. that, and they didn't play double. And that time they did, and the crowd went nuts. It's not even that good. It, you guys are. F- I don't like you right now. <laughs> I don't like it. That's, that's succumb, my bro. favorite song. You should come. Get out of here. You're like one of the guys that are like always recommend Deadbolt live. I actually rather than see them play other songs live that I haven't heard. But Double's just so good and gets the crowd hype. Tune Awake and Avenger Dead. See? No. No. Please. There's better songs to play live. But, no, yeah. For me, it was definitely the... The, the For Walter? Yeah. Because I was able to listen to Identity Crisis live. I was able to listen yeah. to Phoenix, Phoenix Ignition live. Phoenix Ignition. Jesus. TNC live. TNC is an amazing song, by the way. And they reference Dragon Ball Z in yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yes. So, uh, Thrice Cast episode two. <laughs> so sorry. Sorry, that's the tail end of uh, the Thrice podcast. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, just so much to say about that band. Man. Yeah. No, there is. There is definitely. Yeah. And, and we'll have more opportunities yeah. to do so. Yeah. Hopefully when they do a uh, re-release. Well, not re-release. Uh, a new album release. To be fair, uh, you know, we always ask our guests, like, just pick any record you want. And we know more than a few Thrice fans, so... Yeah, it'll come up again. Yeah, I bet. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> we probably won't get Pedro back on the podcast for another year or two. Nope. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Unless I release a game, and then I'll be like, "Yo, guys." Yeah. Okay. Games. Let's do it. I mean, you can also do a, a section on games. Yeah. Like a game. Oh, this baby. This is just the beginning, man. Yeah. This is just the beginning. I have a bigger catalog of knowledge on that subject. I know. Than yeah. Music. No. This is, uh, maybe I do too. <laughs> no. I, I'm not sure actually. I might. The future is um, very. I haven't gamed a lot in the past few years, but like in my history, yeah, I've gamed like a motherfucker. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I think I think that's. Just and then like oddly the... enough, I've missed a lot of like the more popular games, like a lot of the JRPGs that people love. Mm-hmm. Totally missed them. Final Fantasy. Man well, I played game. three and seven. Fantasy Star Man Online. But um, like I was doing Chrono Trigger on my DS. I lost my DS. I don't know where it is. I'm doing uh, that now, actually, with Cecil's Chrono Trigger. Yeah, but I'm not. I don't. I'm a different person now. I don't have the patience for that bullshit. For JRPGs. Yeah. I'm yeah. waiting. For and Chrono Trigger is just like fuck you. Go to every place until you figure out where you need to be. Actually, that's exactly what Chrono Trigger is. And at the same time, as genius as it was or is, it doesn't rub off on me the correct way. So I'm just like, uh. like I've had to ask Cecil, like, oh, I just, you know, I went to this right. area and I did this. Where do I go next? And he's like, oh, you go here. And I'm just like, it's like How the game will never know? tell you. You just have to go everywhere. Yeah, you, you just have to go everywhere. And that's not me. Right. Like, the, that's the reason I hate Metroid, by the way. 
Oh my god. Is because it's like, oh, you're stuck. Just jump at every wall as a ball and see if you go through one. Wait until we actually do Metroid on a Let's Play. That's a whole another beast, man. That's the same thing with Link's Awakening. It's like, oh, you're in a room and you're not getting the key? Well, maybe kill the enemies in a different order. Oh, dude, don't remind me. I actually have to do that. Yeah. And there's no way for you to know. No, there isn't. Nothing in the game tells you things. No. no. So that's what I find. No, wait, there is, there is a statue that tells you how to kill something in a certain way. Oof. I don't know, man. I haven't played the game in years. But I do... In the Chrono Trigger one, I have been playing it recently, and I'm like, what the fuck is this, man? Yeah, it's pretty shitty. Like, I don't know what's going on. I'm waiting for Final Fantasy 15, and nobody speaks to it. I'm probably going to ask for like a week off. What the fuck is that noise? Sorry. Oh, it was your phone? Maybe. Maybe. All right. Yeah, All right, Final so Fantasy 15, man. It's going to be fucking phenomenal. Is it, though? Oh, dude. All right. Yes. That's that's another podcast. Yeah. Yes. So definitely, we'd like to thank uh, Pedro to for sure for this. We'd like to thank Pedro for showing up on our podcast. At his house. At his house. At my house. Thank you. Thank the you middle for of coming the to my house. <laughs> no, thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. And for pouring thank you for beer, the beer for us. Yeah. Thank, thank uh, Mark for the beer. No, this made. wasn't great. I, I don't know why you guys like it. I, you, love, I love it. it. I love it. No, it's like everything about it is bad, except the carbonation. The carbonation is fine. <laughs> That's probably why I loved it. Yeah, but... Um, I like it. No, it ha- has a lot of unfinished grain. It has a kick. And uh, it, it even has a little bit of like solids in it. It does have a little solids. That's why I haven't drank the whole thing We didn't yet. get to uh, transfer it to secondary because we had some technical difficulties. Oh, mm-hmm. no. Um, so, yeah. So, that's why it's a little a little chunky. Okay. That, I mean, that's not bad. I just don't drink it all. Yeah, that's fine. You you can safely drink that. It's just weird. Yeah, it is weird. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Thank you for uh, being here. Thank you for telling us about your game. Pedro uh, from Good War Games. Yeah. Where can, where can Good War Games be reached? Where can Pedro be reached? Uh, uh, good War Games can be reached at goodwargames.com. It's spelled good, and then war, then games.com. Can you spell that out, please? Uh, good. No, no, no. War. Spell that out. Phonetically, no, no, no. phonetically, no, please. A, a good. Uh, no, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> letter by letter, please. <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. It's, uh, a, it's just a G O O D W A R G A M E S dot com. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, same Twitter, same Facebook with that same name together. All one word. Cool. Yeah. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Follow us. Check us out. Um, we make games and are cool people. I yeah, hope. definitely. Except for Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's cool people too. Yeah, he is. He's cool people too. Especially with his director hat. <laughs> he, I think he stole off of Brian. No, he needs to, like, he earned it. <laughs> Basically, by putting it on, he earned that. The hat chooses the wearer. <laughs> yes. You're Jesus a wizard, Alfred. You're a, you're a wizard. <laughs> I, I knew there was going to reference to Harry Potter in there somewhere. Yeah, of course. You have a hat. Yeah. Like, All right. Cool. Chill. Uh, we need we need a closing statement now. We yeah, need, you, we're, we're, who are you and where can I find you? I think the people already know where they can find me. Tell them again. All right, so again, you can find me at underscore Rivera Lewis for Twitter and only Twitter. Scroll. Okay. And uh, what about uh, you, Mark? Where can uh, you, find you, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at coolmarkd, all one word, Mark with a K. Oh yeah, yeah. Also, same thing for um. Instagram too. Um, uh, I also do work uh, with a channel called Scumbags. Two M's. Scum VM. Funny. But there's Funny. been like it, it's on hiatus currently because everybody has lives. Oh, that was you that, that requested a follow. Yeah. 
Dude, I was like, who the f- who is this guy? Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you and I, we're going to do a, a Let's Play, so... Well, maybe we do it on the Scumbag channel, which is for gaming. Okay. Mm. Yeah, cool. We could do that. Pretty yeah. dope. All right. Thanks. Cool. All right, guys. Well, all right. <sighs>